Uh, Joseph, good to have you on the show here today. So you've been watching companies and analyzing them from a professional perspective for a long time. Uh, nothing really compares to this though, I guess. How do you even try and assess uh, you know, how to rate this company? Yeah, yeah, this is uh, uncharted territory for me. I mean, this is kind of a short squeeze. It's definitely something new. It's uh, Some are calling it the short squeeze of all short squeezes. And it's unclear. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, there's a lot of people trying to hype this one up. But when you look at the fundamentals and you try to look at what this stock might look like in the next few years, what the earnings power could be in the next couple of years, we just can't get to where it's priced today. Um, and we were bullish, you know, we, we upgraded it at $6 and I saw it go up 11 times by the time we upgraded, it was a 65 bucks. But, uh, you know, we felt like when you look at the fundamentals and even if you give it a, a rosy scenario, and I think my numbers are still highest on the street. Uh, you come to, I think, a low to mid $30 fair value on the stock right now. And it just seems like it's too much. Uh, it's, it's gone beyond where it, where it really should be at this point. Mm. Now, this is the perspective here, uh, who aren't familiar with your research, you had said to buy it, and you were bullish, with a price target that two months ago, uh, you know, would have been a far ways away. And uh, obviously, you've been uh, bullish in uh, more than your peers in this uh, particular uh, space for, for GameStop. So in terms of that fundamental valuation, you bring the price target up to 33 bucks. Sounds like maybe you're now maybe uh, kind of adjusting the valuation that the stock possibly could trade at. Yeah, we are. We're giving it a little bit more credit. I mean, look, th there are some good things going on, right? The fundamentals have improved. You have a new game cycle, a new game console cycle that's helping to drive the business. The management team is very solid. You've got um, Ryan Cohen, who's the founder of Chewy's. His investment fund is now involved as, they, as an activist, but now they're actually getting three seats on the board. So that can help accelerate some of the change that GameStop needs to go through. And we, that's why we think that you could see the fundamentals continue to improve, and you'll see better operating performance over the next few years. That being said, it, it, even at a higher valuation multiple that we're using to get there, it still just seems it's a little bit, it, it's very stretched uh, mm. beyond where we think it could be. It seems like there's a disconnect between the fundamentals and the, the way the stock's actually trading. The way this has exploded from short interest, it stands to reason then that some of the fundamentals could come to fruition that you talk about, and it may not necessarily at this point yeah. have to be immediately price positive because the stock has run so much. But I do want to kind of outline what some of those fundamental developments could be. What's the timeline? What's the next thing you want to see? I mean, do we need to see uh, the uh, new management team uh, that is uh, trying to push this towards a more online-centric, uh, Chewy-style stock. I mean, what do we want to see from that? What, what's next? What are we looking for here? Yeah, well, I think first off, you want to make sure that the gaming console is being adopted. I mean, we saw every unit that was available for the holiday season definitely sold out. So you want to see that continue uh, through this year. And next holiday season is going to be a big data point for that as well, because that you know really is that first full year where they'll be in, uh, out there in more volume. Uh, you want to see the management team making some changes. They were actually trying to do some things and become more experiential. They're testing something in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where the stores are definitely more experiential. COVID hit uh, last February. So now all of a sudden it makes it much tougher to, uh, to go from there and to be able to, to um, you know, really get a good sense of what that test is doing. But that's the kind of thing that you mm. do want to see happen for this company. And you do want to see what is, uh, you know, the, the new venture capital guys, Ryan Cohen and RC Ventures, 
what does he want? You know, I know it's to become more digital, but let's see more of the strategy. Let's hear it and, um, you know, see what that can do to drive the business. The irony is it seems like this period that we just went through could have been the great period and was for the actual companies that offered. Uh, you know, access to games and the, the developers of the games were really the best place to express it through the stock market. Everybody was stuck at home. More people than I have ever known are playing games now. I picked up gaming again after years of uh, being retired. I mean, the idea here is, is, is uh, GameStop going to kind of take on this Chewy model when people already kind of have their, uh, you know, preferences built in? I mean, Xbox and PlayStation now, you can get streaming uh, subscriptions to access a big library of games. Well, and that's just it. I mean, it, it's not clear what the, the RC Ventures wants to do with this, because to your point, you can already stream the games through, through Sony, through Microsoft, right down to your drives. And, um, you know, they, they're already participating in the digital that way. I've always thought that they could make the stores more experienced. Me too. Uh, become more like that comic book store uh, and that hangout for kids to go to. Uh, and maybe it could be almost like a theater for esports. You know, where you could actually go and try out at GameStop stores and become engaged in trying to create clubs or do different things that will get the consumer to go to the GameStop store. But I do think there's still opportunity to participate on the digital side as well. And they're trying to figure that out. And, and as you said, how to make it even to have a little bit more of a Chewy's type model. Uh, it's mm. something I know that they're working towards. I'm with you on the experiential. I tweeted last week, they just need to throw some bean bags out, get some N64s, and I'll play some Perfect yeah. Dark like I'm at the arcade. Uh, it seems pretty reasonable, but I'm sure a lot of these stores are not built for that. Is that going to be a fairly CapEx intensive thing for them to do? You know, it really shouldn't be too CapEx intensive. I mean, potentially, you know, the, the consoles, you'd have to have a few more available within the store for more people to play and to set things up the right way mm -hmm. and make it more engaging and digital, maybe screens around the store. But it shouldn't be a, a very significant CapEx. What about square footage? Uh, well, square footage is definitely a, an issue in the stores, but I don't think you want bigger stores there either. You know, I think that they're okay. And, and there's a lot of space towards the back of the store that you, know, you could utilize it better, make it more interactive and still keep all the, the product on the outside. Most of the product is very small, right? It's just discs uh, for the most part. And there's obviously collectibles in there. So you could do that to, to keep it going that way.